Focus. Hello there to you. It is Troy Stockton aboard. Now, in case you missed the radio show this morning, I'm not too sure why you would, but just in case you did, well, we did catch up with a WA grower who late last week was elected the new Grain Growers Chair. And he actually became the first WA-based chair for Grain Growers. He replaces outgoing chair Brett Hoskin. The one and only Reese Turton joined us on Rural Focus this morning. We started off by congratulating Reese on the brand new appointment. G'day, Troy. Um, thank you very much. Yeah, good to have a chat. Thanks for calling up. When did you find out, mate? Uh, look, we we had a, um, a vote at the board last week. Yep. Had a um, had a meeting in Adelaide with our committee meetings and a, and a scheduled board meeting. Something we do annually. We just um, put all the positions on the table, part of our sort of governance strat- strategy process, and um, that was the result. So, yeah, good bit of WA representation, so that's... Wonderful. And you become the first WA-based chair of grain growers. Yes, indeed. Some big shoes to fill after what Brett did for, for grain growers around yep, Australia, mate? It, in, indeed, Troy. Look, Brett, Brett had a, a very high profile. He did some great work for grain yep. growers. He's got a you know very well-established network right around Australia. He he certainly put the organisation on the map. And, um, yeah, we, we underwent a, a, a big new strategic plan with uh, Brett's leadership, and we're in the process of um, turning that into something operational right now. So it's exciting times. Um, and look, just just to put on the record, we, we certainly want to thank Brett for all the effort he's put in um, and all the successes he achieved in his time as chair. Uh, your deputy is Queensland grower Nigel Courich, is that right? Yes, Nigel, yep, Nigel, yep. Nigel steps up to the deputy role. So Nigel's a, a grain grower and cotton grower from Queensland, who's uh, having plenty of uh, plenty of moisture over there at the moment, <laughs> including this weekend just gone. So, um, if we think we've got some uh, moisture and hail over here, you want to take a trip over there and see it. It's quite unbelievable. Yeah, it's uh, hearing and seeing on social media, mate. It's yeah. Can you believe what's going on over there? Yeah, no, quite quite devastating, yeah. really. I think even this weekend, um, some areas have been smashed again. So yeah. it's uh, very, very trying times. Not Notwithstanding that uh, plenty of our guys here have had some hail damage and weather damage too. But that's over there. It's very widespread and, and uh, just never seems to end at the moment. Now, I believe, mate, you're just about ready to finish up with hay. Yeah, 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 yeah. just trying to fun. wrap up the yeah. end of the hay. That's seems to have taken eons as well but just that just that type of year so yep coming up pretty well but just uh taking us i think we're into our fifth week of trying to make hay at the moment so so when will harvest start for you mate probably in a couple of weeks um i i would hope very shortly so i think as soon as we can get the last bale of hay out of the paddock we'll jump on a header and get into some canola and it looks like uh wa well, the report coming out across the weekend, uh, Reese, is that we're now on track to, to beat that 24 million tonnes. Yeah, ab- absolutely incredible, isn't it? Especially yeah, with the just, way the weather's amazing. been and everything else. So, uh, yeah, it yeah. looks like close to maybe 26 million tonnes. So That's just phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I guess, you know, big big hectares planted mm. and probably not that severe frost event like we had last year. Um, so that's that's probably put a bit of bit of extra in, um, not, notwithstanding the, the recent hail event, of mm. course. But, no, ab- absolutely amazing. And I think it just... Um, puts the focus back on um, back on supply chains and transport routes and that's certainly something that grain growers are, are looking into quite extensively on, on a national basis but just seeing that as a real bottleneck within the grains industry so sort of grain freight and supply chains yeah. is, a, is a major focus for us as, as it is 
is for all the advocacy groups. Yes, I was going to ask you about that uh, with the uh, supply chain and everything else, mate. Uh, it would be uh, numero uno on, uh, I'm sure, sure on on your list at the moment. Yeah, yep. for sure. Look, we've got you know five or six major topics, and that's one that keeps coming up Australia wide. So we get our sort of feedback and, yep. and policy setting through the, the national policy groups, so the group of growers that exist around Australia that feedback in you know ideas to, to grain growers, and that is um, you know one of the top five. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a major cost to growers. Um, then it's a major impost in that system. So that's just a matter of getting all the uh, all the players and stakeholders together, and I guess putting a bit of pressure back on government to uh, try and rectify these issues. And what are you hearing from the government? Matter are they trying to help you out here, or what's the go? Yeah, look, yeah. you know, we we've just got to keep keep hammering the door, yep. try and put those sort of mega trends and, and mega issues in front of them. And just, uh, I, I think it's really pointing out what the tangible cost is to the industry and then, you know, to the greater economy. And I guess, mate, uh, trying or excelling times ahead? Well, exciting times, yeah. um, but you've just got to roll with what's yep. needed in terms Absolutely. of infrastructure, yeah. really. So these, these sort of, you know, 20 plus million tonne crops in the better seasons are going to be common. Um, so there's just, you know, we just need to get a great focus and, and put mm. some pressure on um, you know, easing those bottlenecks and getting a pretty pretty good thorough integrated process and, and networking. And with that twenty six million tonne crop possibly here in WA, does that help out the East Coast in some sort of way here, Reese? <laughs> well, I suppose if they're short domestically <laughs> yeah. over there, Troy, you know, there may be opportunities to sell into that market. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not sure how that's going to pan out. There's, I, I don't think they know themselves no, what what no. the shortfalls are going to be or the the extent of damage. And um, I, you know, I think I think quality and protein is going to be a major issue over there. So maybe there's opportunity for the for the better protein grains out of WA. Um, although I think they're they're in fairly high demand from yeah. an export point of view too. So yeah. that might be some uh, some gaps we can fill. Absolutely. Well, mate, uh, thanks for taking the call this morning. You're probably taking uh, phone calls left, right and centre on uh, on the news. And, of course, uh, you do uh, become the do- first WA-based chair for Grain Growers. Mate, good luck with the job. Uh, I know that you'll be busy, 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 but hopefully we can chat with you uh, throughout uh, 2022 and going into 2023. Beauty. Th- thanks very much, Troy. It's been a pleasure.